It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. Ah, uh, made it to a Friday. Welcome into Football Friday on the show. Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. I'm joined by Ed Peak, who apparently sent a text to the show already that said, I love Ed Peak." So, that was not me. That I was can, not you? All right. Uh, Ed Peak joins me as he does um, sometimes on Thursday, sometimes on Friday. We'll talk a lot of football today. Friday, September 16th, Eminem Cartage Hotline is open, 384-1450, 502-384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. You can profess your love for Ed like our first <laughs> texter did today, or you can ask a question, make a comment. Uh, just We just ask that you keep it clean on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Don't forget, Summer Cash Bash at Thornton's continues each week. One lucky Refreshing Rewards member wins $10,000. That happens all summer long with a grand prize, I'm assuming soon to be given away, of a 2022 Chevy Tahoe. It is almost October, I guess. Open your Refreshing Rewards app, click on the Summer Cash Bash icon, and you are entered. You can earn additional entries by purchasing select top brands like Mountain Dew 20-ounce bottles, Hot dogs, large Doritos, Bud Light 12-packs. Again, that sounds like a lunch for me. Many more using your Refreshing Rewards card. That's Thornton's Summer Cash Bash. Not a Refreshing Rewards member? Become one today. Text REWARDS to 80313 and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Cardinal football tonight. Cards at home. Home opener against Florida State. A huge Conference game, not to mention a confidence game uh, for the University of Louisville. A friend of mine who is involved in Louisville athletics told me last night at my fantasy golf draft that 48,000 tickets have been sold, not counting Florida State tickets. Uh, Expectation of about 55,000 tonight, Ed. What do you think? I've heard there are only uh, end zone seats left, so that's uh, that's a good sign. uh, And, boy... You get a crowd that big on a Friday night, you need to win that game. And I'm like you. I think this game is huge, capital H-U-G-E. If Louisville was 0-2, would it be even bigger, or would it not mean as much? It wouldn't mean as much. wouldn't mean if they were 2-0. I mean, think about that logic. That doesn't seem right. Well, but no. No. This is – this to me is the – and I saw this uh, on Twitter – and of course, you got to believe everything you see on Twitter. Absolutely, it's, uh, this is the biggest game in S- Scott Satterfield's coaching tenure in his four, uh, three plus years, almost four years. What do you think? I think it's huge. Uh, I'm not going to say biggest game in Scott Satterfield's tenure till I do a little research, which you know I, I hate to do <laughs> uh, research. Um, but you know, it, this is a losable game. There are other games on the schedule, now that we're two games in, now that we've seen what Louisville's capable of defensively, I think, last week, that are much more winnable games. So I think, even though I picked the cards to go 5-7, and seven, look, I had them beating Syracuse, that didn't happen. I had them losing to Central Florida, that didn't happen. I got them losing tonight, that may or may not happen. They can still get to 6-6, six and 7-5, six, and five, even if they lose this game tonight. So I don't know how critical it is. National stage-wise, yes. Recruiting-wise, yeah, I'll give you that because, you know, you've got the 
you know, it's a standalone game. You've got the night to yourself on 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 the mothership, ESPN. I told you this, I think, six weeks ago. Uh, nine and three. I don't remember what I had for breakfast. <laughs> but go ahead. I said nine and three. Yes, you did. Uh, I predicted a loss at, at Central Florida. I picked a, a win at Syracuse. So at least I am one and one. <laughs> uh, I figured that. No, you're not. I'm one and one. No. You're 0 and 2. You picked a win at Syracuse and a well, loss at Central Florida. That's in your book. That's not in I'm, my book. I'm looking I know. I have right my here own, at it. I have my own book. <laughs> Ed, this was recorded on the air. I can go back and get the podcast okay. so we can listen to it. Okay. Come on. You're, you're 0 and 2. Just all like right, me, right, by right, the right, way. Right, Just right. like me, by the way. Okay, I'm 0 and 2. And I'm 1 and 1 in the Kentucky schedule. You're 2 and 0 I'm in the Kentucky schedule. I'm 2 and 0 in the Kentucky schedule. schedule. So, you're right. Yeah, no, that's it, exactly it, right. We don't have to be perfect, but we do have to be honest. Um. Tony and I, or I'm sorry, you and I, now that I look at it, both have Florida State winning tonight. How about that? Tony Burke does not. I mean, we both have Louisville winning. I'm Louisville sorry. Winning, yes. Tony uh, Burke does not. Now, I'll reveal my in-season prediction <laughs> a little later. We'll, we'll, we'll see if we're going to stick to that, uh, that prediction. But I think it's huge because, and I wrote about this for UofL Carden game, this sets up if, 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 and it's a big if, if Louisville wins, they're two and one. You got South Florida next week, which should be a win. That's three and one. Then they go on the road to uh, Boston College and Virginia, which it's looking like those two games are winnable games. Those two teams have not been impressive. Not been impressive. Probably the two of the weaker teams in the ACC, especially Boston College. I thought they would be a lot better than they are, and they they are not. I guess uh, their quarterback uh, and I. Jurevich, yeah, that's that's close enough. It's it's, it's a difficult name. <laughs> now Brendan Armstrong's been good, but their defense been terrible. He can't he he can't carry the. Of course, now Louisville doesn't play well at Virginia, but let's not get let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yes, that's exactly what we're doing. Let's not get. <laughs> and coaches hate that when you get ahead of yourself. Florida State's two and zero. Uh, this will be their first conference game. They did beat LSU twenty four twenty three. That's been over a week ago, FSU with a bye week. Louisville had a – I guess it's a normal week. When you play Friday to Friday, it's a normal week. It's a full week of practice. Advantage LS, uh, Florida State advantage with the off week? Eh. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. It, 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 it's, it's, it's a flip them, pick them game any way two you look at it. Two and a half. Florida State's it, two and a half. It, it's a pick them any way you look at it. If you go by uh, – uh, you get what two points for home field advantage, and if it's two and a half point, it's a half point. I haven't seen anybody score a half point yet. Hard to do. Hard to do. Right. It's hard to score but one point. I'll tell you. I will say this. I was impressed. Without an extra point. I, <laughs> I was it's impressed. Hard to score two points, but I would have did it twice in a game. But go ahead. I was impressed by uh, Florida State's uh, defense against LSU. Yep. They're big. They're fast. And Scott Satterfield in this Tuesday news conference. Pointed that out. They're big. They're fast. Okay, take take the ribbons off of, of or whatever you want to call it. Take them off of uh, of Malik Cunningham. Uh, throw everything out the window. You better be slinging it around, and you better have a, a good running game, and you better score some points. Yeah, I mentioned this to Rick Bozich yesterday. You got seven points in one game in your loss, and you got twenty points in your win. You're not going to win not a enough. lot of games not by enough. scoring twenty points. No, you're no, not. No, no, not, not not nearly enough. Central Florida had three chances to get down and and 
tie or take the lead in that game and give the Louisville defense credit. They didn't let them do it. But you're not going to be able to rely on this defense in some of these games. You're going to have to put some points up. And I'm sure Jordan Travis is sitting at the hotel today saying, He's not man, He's I, not can't, I can't wait to get over there to Cardinal Stadium and sling it around against my this, former team. I feel like this could be a Malik Cunningham. He had his, He's had coming out games in, before. But for this season, this could be the coming out. Ed, he hasn't thrown a touchdown pass this year. Well, he it needs to be his coming out game. He hasn't they need, thrown a they TD need to pass. take the yeah. Like I said, they need to take the ribbons off or whatever you want to call it. I mean, it's all out tonight. I mean, it's all out. Clear the playbook if you have to. Run reverses or, oh, wow. or the Statue of Liberty. Or, You're or, going Lincoln or, Riley on Oh, I mean. You're going crazy. You, you got to do Howl Mummy. You're going Howl Mummy yeah. on there. Oh, please. Well, uh, I mean, you, 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 want, got, you want crazy plays. That's the guy to you talk got to. You, you got oh, uh, uh What's the guy now at uh, Mississippi State that was on the Mike set? Leach. Mike Leach, yeah, yeah. I, I, like, out the Mike I, like, Leach I like Mike Leach. Florida State has not been 3-0 and since 2015. How hard is that to believe? I can, t- I can tell you who the quarterback was. Um, Famous Jameis. It wasn't Charlie Ward. I, I, I'm, too, I'm just too old. I go, <laughs> I, when I hear 2015, I feel like well, it was yesterday. When I hear 1999, I feel like it was yesterday. Somebody said, uh, well, I haven't gone to game in 20 years. I'll say, oh, you haven't been since the 70s? They say, no, it was 2001. <laughs> I, wait a minute. Uh, last year, Louisville wins 31-23 in Tallahassee. I think they've won two in a row in the series. You can correct me if I'm wrong there. but uh, uh, Yes, 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 that's correct. But uh, Florida State looking for some revenge, some modicum of revenge, of revenge. You talked about their defense. They've allowed 256 yards a game. In average in the first two games. And one of those, remember, was against LSU. That's 19th nationally. So that reiterates your point that the Cards are going to have to find ways to move the football. It's not this run up the middle, uh, sprint option, uh, uh, or read option as they call it. Like I said, you better you better be able to uh, not only run the football, but throw it with accuracy. I, I will say this. Last week against Central Florida, it almost shocked me. Louisville on the first play from scrimmage on offense, they took the ball instead of kicking off and deferring. They threw a pass on first down. Was that shocking or what? <laughs> well, I saw a lot of tweets last week in the in the UCF game before Louisville took the lead, where you could you could see fr- hear frustrated yes. fans oh, out yeah. loud yeah. saying, yeah. "How many times are we going to run the ball on second and yeah. long?" <laughs> if I saw one of those, I saw thirty of those. Uh, before Louisville actually came back and took the lead. Is play calling an issue here with the cards? Well, some people think it is. Uh, Are they, you among those people? Uh, no, and I, 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 I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll be, I don't know more than the coach knows. Or right. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, I, I don't want to be the one who uh, – I mean, in sports writers, sportscasters – are good at second guessing and and think. I mean, I I played so little of a football in my life. I played some. We're pre, but, but we're pre guessing here. We're uh, pre guessing. Pre guess. No. And, and the pre guess is, hey, open up the playbook tonight, right? Open up the playbook. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, they need to do that. But as far as guess, second guessing a coach, uh, I know when I went to the car it's last year. It's a slippery year, slope. Well, when yeah. You second guess a coach. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It, it can absolutely. come back and burn you. Yes, quickly. it can. Yes, it can. Uh, on the way to the car, when I got to the car last year after the uh, Clemson game, the person next to me says, when are we getting a new coach? <laughs> Running it on four downs. Or I think they ran it three times. I don't know if they ran it four. They ran it three. 
against Clemson. Now Clemson had a good defense. Down inside but that's the no five excuse. yard line. Yeah, well, yeah, inside the three. Yeah. And uh, of course, they had their probably their best chance ever to beat Clemson, and that may never happen beating Clemson. But anyway, that's a long. Might way happen long. this year. You never know. No, not Believe down there. And I, I said this. And I told you off the air. We don't know anything. We really don't. I told Tony Burke. We really don't. We probably have two more weeks of football before we know anything about anybody. I think week five. After week five, you've got a little bit more. There are a few teams you have information on. Pittsburgh, for example, has played West Virginia, who, by the way, lost to Kansas last week. <laughs> they played Tennessee. So it's a better feel for what they've got. They lost their quarterback, Keaton Slovis, last week against Tennessee. They hung in that game. They were able to take the Vols to overtime. Um, but when you're talking about a team like Michigan, they played Hawaii and Colorado State. Um, and I forget who they play this week, but it's well, well, their 49-point favorites again. Look, look who I don't Ohio, know anything about look who, look who Ohio State's played, well, ex- played with Dame. the exception of Notre Dame. Well, And Notre Dame lost to Marshall. They got Toledo tomorrow. And I like Notre Dame. They got Toledo. Oh, boy. Right? Michigan is uh, at home to Connecticut. <laughs> 47 and a half. I thought Connecticut gave spread up spread on that game. Alabama hosting Louisiana Monroe. Alabama is playing Louisiana paying Louisiana Monroe 1.925 million dollars to, to get beat 66 to nothing. They're basically funding the, the uh <laughs> funding UL Monroe's entire Athletics program. Yeah, yeah right. To right. come in and get beat. Uh, 49 and a half is the spread on that one. These, these top six it. teams. Now, Georgia-South Carolina, at least that's a conference game, and it's a road game for Georgia. They're still 25-point favorites. Hey, now, now before you go on, yeah, I really like Georgia. I haven't I, seen them play a lot, but I know what they had last year. I really like yeah. Georgia. But I kind of like South Carolina, too. South Carolina-Arkansas game last week was a really good game. It was game. entertaining, but Spencer Rattler, he's transferred from Oklahoma, I don't know what I'm going to get um, from play to play. Should I say he gets rattled easy? Oh, oh boy. Wow. That's, that's bad. <laughs> Scooter, <laughs> get, throw me out on that one. Grab, <laughs> grab the hook for Ed on that one. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> hey, speaking of, speaking of Scooter over there, <laughs> no. my, my nephew, he, he wants to meet you. Oh, yeah? He said, who's Scooter, Scooter Dean? Did you tell him nothing special? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's what you told him, but that's what you should have told him. Oh, uh, gosh. Hey, we, Dad, one please. thing about it, we have fun. Well, I mean, if you're not going to have fun, what are you doing? This uh, you're, you're right. Georgia is a 25-point favorite. Now, you say we found out a lot about Georgia. I don't know, because the, the opening win over Oregon, 49-3, to yeah, While impressive, yeah. Oregon. If now, if Oregon beats BYU this week, mm-hmm. then I feel a lot better about Georgia. They won't beat BYU. I feel a lot better about Georgia. Well, you're going to find out if they're going to beat BYU. Is it at Oregon? It's at Oregon. Well, and you're going to find out in the unsponsored six pack today. Oh, the unsponsored later in the day. If the hit, if, hit. if uh, Oregon's going to beat BYU, and we learn nothing against Sam. Samford last week as Georgia won 33 nothing, And they got Kent State next week. So, at South Carolina, at Missouri, Auburn and Vanderbilt at home, those are the first four conference games for Georgia. They don't play Alabama. They don't play Kentucky till late November. 
They don't play Tennessee till early November. They play Florida the third to last day, a second to last day of October. So the schedule will get tougher, but Georgia's got Florida at home and Tennessee at home. They don't play A&M. They don't play Alabama. Uh, Kentucky is, without question, their toughest road game hmm. of the season. South Carolina, probably their second toughest road game of the season. Well, and let's let's talk a little bit about Kentucky, too. All right. Let's There's, take a break first. Okay, let's take a break. Let's take a break. First. first of all, before we take a break, happy anniversary, Tony Burke and Tara White Burke, two of my great friends. Uh, what's Tony doing for his anniversary? He'll be on the air with me tonight <laughs> from Cincinnati as the St. X Tigers take on Cincinnati Elder. We'll be on pregame 645 right here on the Big X tonight. We'll be back with more with Ed. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Ed. Welcome back. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears, Ed Peak. I get we get double the listeners when Ed Peak's in studio. <laughs> It goes from 12 to 24, I think. 12 to 24. Hello, everybody over there at the Norton Clinic. There you go. You M&M, know who you are. Even if Cartage Hotline is open, 384-1450 to join in on the conversation. 384-1450. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. Get your text in at that number, 414-1450. Uh, Jeff and Floyd Central tonight, 7 o'clock. Justin Kalen over on the other side of the glass will be on the call on uh, AM 680, FM 105.5, ESPN Radio. 105.7. 105.7. Sorry, Justin. Thank you. Uh, that is uh, Jeffersonville at Floyd Central, a Southern Indiana rivalry like no other. It's a good one. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, I'll be on the air here on the Big X, St. X hosting Cincinnati Elder, 645 pregame. Originally scheduled 7 o'clock kickoff. I think they're moving it to 715. St. X having trouble getting the Miller buses because Florida State is using them. <laughs> so St. X can't leave campus till I think, 3.15 or so. So uh, Cincinnati Elder has agreed to, eh, we'll give you 15 extra minutes to warm up. There you go. Hey, uh, Justin, isn't Jeff New Albany next week? Uh, I think Jeff Silver Creek's next week. Jeff, then Jeff New yeah, Albany you're right, the following You're right. You're right. We're getting really Scooter's into that. like a coach. He never looks ahead in the schedule. No, he doesn't. Oh, I do. Does he? He's focused. <laughs> He's focused on Jeff and Floyd Central tonight. Uh, all right. Chiefs beat the Chargers last night 27-24. If you're a gambler, and I know you are, that's a bad beat if you took the Chiefs like I did. Given four, they're up ten, and... San Diego or Los Angeles, whichever you want to call the Chargers, convert two fourth downs, including a touchdown pass with under a minute to play, with Justin Herbert having a rib injury. He kept playing. He looked like he was in a lot of pain, and the extra point allowed the Chargers to cover the four-point spread, even though they lost. Did you watch the game last night, Ed? No, I don't, okay. have, I don't have prime. Yes, you do. I'm well, telling you, my smart you do. TV is not smart enough. <laughs> no, no, the user of the smart TV is not <laughs> okay. smart enough. All right. Let's be honest. Um, again, a lot of people didn't see the game because a lot of people, usually my age or fifty and older, I will say, don't know, uh, didn't know how to get the game. But, I qualify uh, for that. Luckily, my wife likes to buy things on Prime, 
She's a prime <laughs> member, which means I've got a fire stick, and boom, I had I got home from my fantasy golf draft last night in the middle of the first quarter, boom, turned it on, came right on. Uh, the one the one issue I have, I like to follow scores on my phone. Whether I'm doing it for fantasy football, whether I'm doing it for gambling purposes and baseball, whatever, I like to follow the games. I got the score update on the, my phone probably 40 seconds before the play ever, ever happens on it, on the streaming service. So there are some kinks in the armor here. They're going to have to fix it. I thought uh, Al Michaels, Kirk Herbstreet, they meshed well. Herbie brought a lot to the game. The big interception by the Chiefs, 98-yard touchdown interception that actually gave them the lead and allowed them to sort of get a little separation with the Chargers. Uh, Herbie made some great points about the receiver, Gerald Everett, had just caught a 26-yard pass down to the three, and he was tapping his head wanting to get out of the game. And the Chargers were trying to go hurry up, so he had to stay in the game. He was gassed, and the next pass sort of got went in his area, and he wasn't ready for it. So um, I don't know if that's well, bad coaching. Bad, bad play calling. Bad, bad play calling. Uh, you don't take a guy. If a guy tells you, look, I just got two passes in a row. One of them I had to run 26 yards. It got hit at the end. I'm, I need to play off. You take him out. There's, I don't care if you run hurry up or not. The clock was not an issue at this point. There's only one one problem I have with that. <clears throat> he's a professional. He's getting paid a lot of money. Yeah, and he's really good. And when and and when he needs out of the game because he got hit hard, maybe he's feeling a little something. He's not ready for the next play. You take him out of the game. Yeah. Speaking of bad coaching, what, what were your thoughts? Uh-oh. What were your thoughts on Herbert coming back in the game with what three minutes left? They yeah. were down ten. Dangerous. I don't. I don't bring him in Dangerous. in that spot. He obviously had a rib injury. He was not able to raise his left hand above Ooh. his head anymore. Is it he out for a while? It wasn't. Well, we're going to find out. They're going to look at it. Um, could he have a broken rib? Maybe bruised rib. I don't know if you know. That's painful. Yeah, I've had a broken rib. Uh, it's so not, it's, it's hard to breathe. Yes, yeah. And don't sneeze. He had a don't third sneeze. down play, Justin, where he, he could have run right. Oh, yeah. And gotten a first down easily, and he got near the last screen. He just threw the ball in the dirt. Yeah, like, they I, needed I, one yard. I can't go anymore. I can't go. Well, now. But I give him credit. He wanted to play. He felt uh, the, the trainer obviously felt he's good enough to play. He's ready. Chase Daniel, lifelong backup, former Missouri quarterback, is the backup. Um, he came in for one snap, handed it off. Herbert came back in. I give him credit. He let him down to uh, to a game-covering touchdown. But uh, I don't know if he plays next week because that looked painful. It looked painful. Well, uh, He was 33 of 48, 334, three touchdowns, and, of course, that big interception was a pick six. Patrick Mahomes, 24 of 35. 235 and two touchdowns. He threw five touchdowns last week, Mahomes did, at Arizona. And everybody thought, everybody said, oh, not going to miss Tyreek Hill. He missed Tyreek Hill last night because they were not allowed to go down the field very far on one play, which Patrick Mahomes likes to do. Mm -hmm. But uh, great game. Okay uh, coverage from Amazon Prime. I didn't like the halftime show. You got – Richard Sherman, you got Ryan Fitzpatrick, you got Tony Gonzalez, Clarissa Thompson's the host. She's pretty good, but that was kind of balky at halftime. They, I didn't think they meshed well together. But as far as 
Uh, Al Michaels and Herb Street. I thought it was a great match. Is Al Michaels uh, and Herb Street going to do it every week? Yeah, he is. And the, well, I, he's going to be busy. I isn't think he? it was funny. Al Michaels said, uh, "Well, I have a safe trip to Boone, North Carolina, where game <laughs> day is going to be yeah. at App State this week." And Herb laughed like, "Yeah, I'm busy, man. Uh, it's okay. You can be busy when they're just." Throwing, they're back in the Brinks truck up to your house yeah. on Monday. You can be as busy as uh, you want to be. Speaking of Boone, North Carolina, yes, sir. that was brought up in uh, uh, Satterfield's press conference on, on really? Tuesday. Yeah. And, uh, See, I can't go to those. I'm too busy entertaining 12 people. <laughs> 24 when I'm here. 24 uh, when you're here. About uh, what the, he, they thought, what he thought, how App State was able to contain a good program year in and year out and beat some of these uh, right. these big-time teams. And uh, he says, well, folks, there's two things to do in, in Boone. He called it Boone. <laughs> go to school and play football. I like the it. The guys that want to go and want to play – the guys that want to come to App State want to play football. There's no if ands, or buts. There's no, uh, you know uh, – what do you it, call it with the ITL or whatever? The NIL. NIL, I'm sorry. It's gorgeous from the sky because it's a football stadium surrounded by foliage. There mm-hmm. are trees everywhere. It looks like somebody just got a helicopter, carried a stadium up in the middle of this uh, forest, and just dropped it in the middle of it. Is Boone close to uh, – uh, No idea. Oh, no idea. Okay. Uh, it's close to North Carolina because it's in <laughs> North Carolina. I don't know if it's close to Chapel Hill. I don't know if it's close to Charlotte. I have no I idea. I don't think it's close to Charlotte or Chapel Hill. Uh, How do we get off Asheville. Track? Asheville. How do we get off track? close to Asheville? I don't know. I don't know. I don't the know. Tourists? Triple A? The Asheville Yeah, tourist? Asheville Tourists. Or tourist. is that Single A? Single A. All I right, think. Kentucky hosting Youngstown ah, State in yes. the Battle of Youngstown, Ohio. It's Mark Stoops. Welcomes back his welcomes in his hometown team, Youngstown State's two and zero. Kentucky, we could the only spread we could find was twenty seven and a half. Um, look, they're going to win this game. They're probably going to win next week. Then they'll go to Ole Miss on October first. How good is this Kentucky team? You mentioned well, it. They're ranked ninth. Defense really good. I was listening to another radio talk show. I don't know why you do it's, that. I don't know why ahead. I do either. But actually, these people were a little afraid of Youngstown State. Oh, my goodness. What if we come out there and lay an egg like Do you know like who Notre Youngstown Dame State has played so far? Uh, to tell me. Duquesne, as Bob Domini used to call him. <laughs> Duquesne. That's Duquesne. Oh, okay. And Dayton. And Dayton. Dayton is, I, I believe Dayton. Flyers. Dayton's dropped to Division Three in the last several years. Well, they're not in the Power Five. No, Let's they're just not in the Power Five. Way. That's for sure. Um so are they 0 and 2 or 1 and 1? Who Dayton or Youngstown? Youngstown. They're 2 and 0. They they clubbed Duquesne they and, beat they, <laughs> and they beat Dayton 31 to 7, I think. Okay. So they've had two impressive wins. However, It's not going to be a problem for Kentucky. However, Kentucky had an unbelievably impressive win. Yes, you worry about a letdown. I get that. Yeah, but You just went to the swamp and beat Florida. I, okay. But uh, that's why when you have the power to make your own schedule out of conference, that's why you schedule Youngstown State at home after Florida. You, if Kentucky is as good as they think they are, if they're the ninth best team in the country, I think they think they're really good. Well, I think you're. I think, I think, I think you're right. Yeah, now, we do a lot of thinking around here. Yeah. And we're not sure. Doesn't win me any money. No, <laughs> uh, it won't be a problem. I don't. I don't. I don't think it personally. Yeah, 
Now, Chris Rodriguez won't be back until the uh, Ole, uh, Ole Miss, excuse me, Ole Miss game. Correct. So, but I still don't think it's going to be a problem. I say it's a, it'll be a forty-eight to fourteen type game. So you, got, they've only got three road games left. Ed. Okay, okay. Now before we three four. Okay, before they have eight home games. They have they one on the road at Florida. They got three left: Ole Miss, Tennessee, and Missouri. All right, let let. And we talked about this earlier. Okay. Georgia's schedule. Talk, we talked a little bit about Alabama's schedule. Georgia's schedule is uh, heavily pro-Georgia. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Alabama, to me, if you ask me, Alabama's schedule is pretty pro-Alabama, except, you know, Auburn's not having a, Auburn's a, down. a, a really a good year. LSU, we, we don't really know how good they are. Probably not as good as they have been in the past. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's okay. Uh, That's what that cough button's for. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ole Miss is probably, of the bunch, is probably pretty good. And Mississippi State is probably pretty good. We're going to f- find out a lot about Mississippi State this week. Who'd they play? Uh, I knew you were going to ask me that. I knew it. Is it a conference game? It is not a conference. Okay. Now. Let me look it up. At LSU, it is a conference game. Okay. We're gonna, we're gonna so we're going to learn a little bit about – by the way, I like I like a lot of people don't like him. I like Mike Leach. Yeah, that surprises me. He, he's 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 a controversial type guy, but he's he doesn't take himself too seriously. Alabama's non-conference is Utah State. That was fifty-five nothing. Louisiana Monroe this week at Texas. Now last week it was which was a bigger challenge than they thought it was going to be. And of course, November nineteenth, strap it in. The Austin P. Governors go to Tuscaloosa. <laughs> I've, I've circled that one on my schedule. Oh. <laughs> Road games for the uh, for the Alabama Crimson Tide the rest of the year. They'll have to go to Arkansas. That will be easy. That'll be a challenge. Yep. They have to go to Tennessee, LSU, and Ole Miss. So Ten- Tennessee, Alabama. You know, that's good. That'll be a. And A uh, and M at home. I mean, that you talked about Alabama. Georgia to me has a much easier schedule than Alabama. Well, here's the thing about these mega conferences of five hundred teams. The problem with that is you don't really get to play a round robin schedule. And even if you go, what is the SEC? Eight games. Eight games. Yeah. They're thinking about going thinking to nine. Thinking about going to nine, and they will go to nine at some point some when point. there's right, expansion. Right, right. When Oklahoma and Texas but get in, they're going to go to nine. Kentucky, Kentucky does not play Alabama. They do not play Auburn. They don't play LSU this year. They do play Mississippi and Mississippi Kentucky's State. East versus West game every year is Mississippi State. Is Mississippi State the other six schools on the it rotates? See, so every year they get Mississippi State plus one other school in the West. I have a problem with that, and I also but, have but, a problem. But that's every every team. But I Alabama's have, team is Tennessee, right? And then right. They get every well, that's other a big team. rivalry. Yeah. That that that's a, that's a big rivalry. It's a big TV game too, three thirty uh, game. I had the same problem with the ACC in Louisville. Louisville hasn't played North Carolina, but I think twice while they've been in the league, they played Virginia Tech. Once at home, have not returned to visit to Blacksburg. Okay. They played Duke, I think, two or three times at max. Uh, I would just like to see everybody play each other. Of course, now you can't play 18 games a year. You can't Correct. do that. You can't do That's what – and they, 
do you really get a true champion? Uh, do you really get a true champion? I would say no, because simply because a lot of years, no matter what conference we're talking about, other than the Big Twelve, which doesn't divide, they only have one uh, division. There's no, there's no division. Yeah, but it's the Big Twelve. A lot of years, the best two teams are in the same division. Ohio mm-hmm. State, Michigan. They're in the same division. Same division yeah. With Michigan State and Penn State. Wisconsin is on the other side going, yeah, you guys go ahead and beat the snot out of each other. <laughs> We're going to stand, sit over here, and hopefully we'll win enough games to get in the Big uh, Big Ten Championship game. Well, what happens when they get into the Big Ten Championship well, they game? Usually get they usually get waxed. They usually get Iowa, Wisconsin, same deal. Well, same there's deal. Gonna, I think there's going to come a time when you have mega conferences – up uh, 14, 16, 18, 20 teams. Oh, that, that pains And me. you'll have divisions, and you won't play anybody in the other division. You just play your division, and you'll have nine, maybe even ten conference games, depending on uh, you know how many teams are actually in the conference. So do they go, do they go to a 13-game regular season then? No, that's not going to happen. Because, you know, it's not about money yet. It's all about the safety of the players. Of course they're going to go to a 13-game. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> Week zero that they play right now, that's week zero. That'll be week one. That'll be week one, and then we'll go all the way to week 14 when you'll get one by, and uh, then you'll have a week less to prepare for whatever playoff or bowl game. And here's the deal, too. This also, we go from, what, uh, conference weekend is the first uh, weekend, conference playoff games is the first weekend of December, right? Uh, yeah, something like usually, right? Yeah, and then you have, you have the Army last Na- regular season game. You is have Army Navy the, late ne- the next week after Thanksgiving that, which, weekend. So yeah, yeah, yeah December first about then, that. Yeah, and then you have Army Navy, which I think is a great, 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 great game. And then you but wait a month for the championship games. You ain't gonna be waiting a month anymore, and I don't think you should wait a month. Yeah, but take that, take that. That's conference, where that thirteenth game's gonna come. Take in that with. conference championship game further close to closer to Christmas. Is well, what it'll be like. We'll see what happens because it's all going to change. Yeah. It's all changing. If you don't you know like, it and I know it. As soon as the Big Ten gets a couple more schools, the SEC is going to follow suit. You're going to have two, maybe three super conferences. I don't know who the ACC, Big Ten, or not Big Ten, ACC, Big Twelve, Pac Twelve. I don't know who they all merge with if they all merge together. But that's what you're going to end up having. All right, I, we're up against a break. Hmm. Got to take a quick break here. Come back. Unsponsored six-pack. Get your notepads out. I'm going to give you some, I'm air-quoting here, winners. <laughs> and they're usually they're only winners if you bet them the other way. I was 4-2 and two last week, so I'm, oh boy. Tr- I'm trending upward. All that after the break. You're listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in the studio. Ed Peaks with me, which means it's Spears on Football. It is uh, Football Friday here as we get gear up for the weekend. I haven't even talked pro football yet other than that uh, game last night. All right, Indiana with uh, Western Kentucky this weekend, Ed. At IU, a noon game, six-and-a-half-point favorites. Do the toppers have a shot here against the Hoosiers? Yes. Yeah. They have a shot. I don't uh, disagree. To me, that's kind of like the Louisville game. It's a toss-up. 
Western's pretty good. Uh, I think Indiana's improved. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to pick. Uh, I'm going to pick Western. Uh, not. It worries who's me your when, fans? You, when you go out on limbs. Who's yeah? Because they can break easily. Who's your, who's your fans? Don't get mad at me. Uh, don't get mad at me, Scooter. Who's your fans? Don't care. About um, you. Yeah, I don't. Purdue care. at Syracuse. Syracuse is now one and a half point favorite. That game opened as a pick 'em. Um, again, is Syracuse better than we thought before the Louisville game? I think they are, but we're going to find out. Yeah, we'll learn a lot this weekend. All right. Ma- a matter of fact, I was texting my nephew, who's listening today. Uh, you can dedicate. He must be bored to you death. Can, you can de- <laughs> you can dedicate your your unsponsored to Z Fine Blade Lawn Service, and you can charge him. Send him a two hundred dollar bill for the free no plug. problem. No problem. Free plug. Free plug. It's not a free plug if I'm sending him well, a two hundred dollar uh, bill. Uh, yeah, you can send him a two hundred dollar bill. So we have a one time sponsor <laughs> for the unsponsored six pack. Now. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to play heck trying to get. Uh, yeah, good luck getting, like getting blood out of a turnip. Is that what that is? Uh, what, yeah. I never knew what that meant. My mother used to say, that's like getting blood out of a turnip. I don't know. Do turnips You like turnips, no by idea. the way? No. You don't like turnips? Oh, what, my. What, what color is a turnip? It's purple. I don't eat anything purple or green. <laughs> is it on a Big Mac? No. Then I'm not no, eating it. No. Then I'm not eating it. That's why I look the way I do. All right, some quick news and notes. Jamal Adams out for the season for the Seattle Seahawks. The safety has a torn quadriceps tendon. I don't know how bad that is, but that sounds painful, and it must be because the uh, former All-Pro out for the season for the Seahawks, uh, he injured it in that win Monday night against Denver. I haven't talked about Phoenix Suns owner Robert Sarver because I'm sick of talking about Donald Sterling things and and, and Marge shot things and people like that. But one-year suspension, $10 million fine levied by the commissioner, Adam Silver, of the NBA. The second-in-command in Phoenix, or the number two shareholder, Yam Najafi, hope I said that right, is calling for the resignation now of owner Robert Sarver, who doesn't only own the Phoenix NBA team, he owns the WNBA team as well. He has been fined and suspended for lewd, misogynistic, and racist comments that he made. Um, Here's the difference between Donald Sterling and Robert Sarver. Donald Sterling Sterling was caught on audio tape, and people heard what he said. That makes it a lot worse, right or wrong, than when you read what somebody said. So Sarver Hmm. in trouble. You know, $10 million fine. These dudes are billionaires. That's a twenty dollar. That's a twenty dollar driving ticket to me, right? I mean, ten million sounds like a lot, but these billionaires—that's not a lot of money. I'd settle for two billion. So, well, two million. I'll, I'll see what I can do. See if you can get it from the lawn service kid. <laughs> Z's lawn service. What is it? No, Z. I think it's Z Blade. Fine, Z Blade. Uh, he's probably going to kill me because I can't. He's never gotten get it right. way too much press here. He's getting way too much, bro. All right, you he's got get, that he's drum got roll already, Scooter? He's, he's got a lot of lawns to cut. So you got the drum roll ready? Drum roll. Yeah. Well, you know, oh. uh, usually I have a drum roll for the unsponsored six-pack. Is there like a join for that? No, I don't know. I guess I'll just do it myself. <laughs> oh, wait. I do have a drum roll. This Hang on. High. Let's play it. Let's play it. Why not? And now, six foot seven. From Central Arkansas, Scotty Pippen. 
All right, here's the uh, unspo- unsponsored six-pack. Let's start with college football. Four and two last week. Florida was my loser in college, and the Colts were my loser in the pros. I got to stay away from the local teams in this thing because I'm skewed. So I'm going to do that. Oregon hosting BYU, 3.30 on Fox. Both teams top 25. BYU coming off a win at home against Baylor in overtime late on Saturday night. Oregon, we know, got demolished by Georgia. They are looking for a little bounce-back love here. They went out of the top 25. They're now back in. I'm going to take Oregon, give the three-and-a-half at home against BYU. BYU. I disagree. be hesitant at all. I don't think Oregon's all that. Michigan State at Washington. This one I don't understand because Michigan State is the 11th-ranked team in the country. The Huskies are unranked. It's 7:30 ABC game, yet Washington is a three-point favorite over Michigan State at at Washington. That tells me that Vegas knows a lot more than I do. Washington minus the three against Michigan State. Hmm. Hmm. He doesn't even want to chime in on this. Hmm. Three and a half. Three points. So if I take Washington, I get three points? You give three points. I give three. Oh, I give three points. Yes. That's give me the, Michigan State. That's the tricky part. Give me Michigan State. Why now. are they favored? Because I'm, Vegas is smarter I'm not, than I'm not. I'm not sold on Michigan State by any means. Game of the week uh, in a lot of people's minds, 9 o'clock ESPN, a late Saturday night game. Miami, the Hurricanes out of the ACC at Texas A&M. A&M is a six-and-a-half-point favorite coming off of that loss at home to Appalachian State. Miami's 2-0. They look good, but they haven't played anybody that's really, really good. They lost their number one receiver in the win last week. I'm taking A&M, little bounce-back theory here at home, and I'm going to give the 6.5. I'll take the 6.5 and, and take Miami. Boy, we, we went opposite. Well, you're smart. I've told people before, <laughs> go against me, and you win money, and you've got, just gone against me three times. Hmm. Well done, Edward. Hmm. Hmm. All right, NFL games. I mentioned this yet this uh, yesterday. New Orleans hosting Tampa Bay. The uh, Buccaneers and Tom Brady are two and a half point favorites against Jameis Winston, who was mentioned earlier on this program. Jameis Winston and the New Orleans Saints. I love the New Orleans receiving core. Michael Thomas is back and healthy. They got Jarvis Landry in free agency from Cleveland, and they got the rookie from Ohio State, Chris Olave. Mark Ingram is uh, running one of many in a running back back committee. If Jameis Winston doesn't turn the ball over, the Saints have a chance to win here. Both teams are 1-0. I'm taking the Saints plus the 2.5 at home. They have historically been Tom Brady's kryptonite. Tom Brady is Superman. We know that. Oh, Tommy. I love him. But he always has trouble against the Saints. Cameron Jordan, the defensive end, causes chaos in the backfield. The Buccaneers are a little beat up. Chris Godwin not going to play with a hamstring injury. Give me New Orleans plus the two and a half. I have one question. I doubt that, but go ahead. (laughs) Is Giselle going to be there? She is probably watching from home. She did tweet out, uh, you know, before the Dallas game, go Tom Brady, let's go get him. If Giselle was going to be there, I take the Buccaneers. However, she's probably I think not. It's, so. I think you take the Buccaneers if she's not there, because if she's there, she's a distraction to Tommy. Oh, well, okay. 
But I'll I'm taking New Orleans. I'll, plus ta- I'll, ta- I'll take. I'll have to agree with you. Carolina at the New York Football Giants. The Giants somehow are two point favorites here. Both teams um, didn't weren't impressive in their openers. Carolina lost to Cleveland at home. They're zero and one. The Giants didn't play well, but somehow Saquon Barkley carried them to a win in Tennessee. I'm taking the Giants here to go two and zero. We did not see this coming, but Barkley was great last week. Carolina. Had a little trouble trying to contain Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Um, I'm just going to say Daniel Jones doesn't play poorly enough to lose to Baker Mayfield here. I'm going to take the Giants, give the two points to Carolina in in New Jersey. No comment? You're taking, you're taking two points? Taking the it's... Giants, I'm giving two points. I'll take the Giants. No, see, he, he, he can learn. <laughs> he can learn. It's a hard lesson to learn. Cincinnati at Dallas. I find this game extremely intriguing. Dallas is at home. Dallas is a seven-point underdog to the Cincinnati Bengals, which seems crazy. Two years ago, we would have laughed at this. But Dak (laughs) Prescott is hurt. Cooper Rush will be the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. Ezekiel Elliott looked like he's too old to run the football last Sunday night against Tampa Bay. And Joe Burrow's not going to turn the ball over five times again. This is still a really good Bengals team, and I know Bengal fans like to overreact to that loss to Pittsburgh, but if you make an extra point at the end of regulation, you win the ball game. Bengals, seven seems like a big number. That's why I like Cincinnati. The bookmakers think the Bengals are going to bounce back against a wounded animal here in Dallas. Dallas is... Was not good when Dak Prescott was in the game last week. They were worse when he was out of the game. He's not coming back anytime soon. I think things are going downhill quickly uh, in Jerry World. So give me the Bengals. I'm going to give the seven points to the Cowboys. Is Ken Anderson or Boomer Esiason or uh, Isaac Icky Curtis? Icky Woods is not coming. Is Isaac, not playing. Yeah, Isaac Curtis coming through that door? No, but Jamar Chase is in that door, and Joe Burrow is in that door, and Hayden Hurst, who had a great first game as a tight end for Cincinnati, is coming through that door. T. Higgins, I think, will be back from injury. Joe Mixon is coming Joe through Mixon's, that door. Yeah, yeah. This Cincinnati offense is good. Again, five turnovers and you lose uh, in overtime to Pittsburgh. And should have won. And should have won. You're not going to turn the ball. Joe Burrow's not going to throw I'll, I'll go with the Bengals. Now, how, how, how many times how, how many times has the Bengals set us up for disappointment? Is this uh, going to be one of those years? But, you know, they set us up last year for disappointment, and they and didn't they, they disappoint. Didn't, yeah. Joe Burrow's a different animal. I believe that. He is He is a different animal. So there you go. There's the unsponsored six-pack. I'll give it to you one more time in case you had to go to the bathroom or your <laughs> pen ran out of ink. Oregon minus three and a half at home against BYU. Washington minus three at home against Michigan State. Texas A&M minus six and a half at home against Miami. Saints plus two and a half at home against uh, the Buccaneers. The Giants minus two at home against Carolina. And the Bengals, the only road team I'm taking this week, minus seven at Dallas. That's your unsponsored six-pack this week. Good luck and play responsibly. I just got a tweet from our good buddy, Buzz Frank. Okay. He goes, cards will be one and two. Ooh. And our friend of mine, Aaron Ellis, says we're advancing for sure. Go cards. So I guess that means a win. Well, I will tell, I will tell you this. I'm going to go ahead and pick this game tonight. I don't. First of all, if I was gambling, I'm not betting this game. Because I think this game can go either way. 
But I'm taking the cards. I'm with Ed on on this. Release the Kraken tonight. Let Malik, let him hunt. Let him throw. Let him find receivers. Uh, It's going to be a crazy atmosphere. If you're out there tonight, be safe. I will see you Monday. Thanks to Ed. Thanks to Scooter. I'm taking Florida State. You're listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Axe.